Live from the ninth circle of hell inside the Cathedral of the Damned. So the post office. In beautiful downtown Opering, California. It's Cocktails with Heather, starring Heather Diane. What? Papaya Smiling Moose. (laughs) (laughs) And me, Mike Sullivan. On tonight's show, we talk about daddy issues, snuff films. Mm -hmm. Good. Brought it up on the last Like 8mm? No. Anything. <laughs> and our fetish today, weeaboo. What is a weeaboo? Weeaboot to find out. That's what it is. <laughs> Plus a little this. Terrible, that terrible. A little that. A little Miss Heather. And what, our what? drink of the day is called the Cream and Demon. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I haven't let, come yet. Let the shenanigans begin. Woo. From the ninth circle of hell. So I have Scott many Tales circles of in. hell. I have many circles of hell, and I appreciate your Satan voice. But <laughs> no, I have, I, no, you I, have don't. I have three it's, it's in particular that hit, that hit me, and one is um, the post office. Yeah. Anytime you have to go in and buy stamps, um, Department of Motor Vehicles in California. The bank. Yeah. No. Uh, no. No. I the never pharmacy. Had a with the pharmacy. Anytime you have to go to the <laughs> pharmacy. So those are my three circles of hell, and people know that when I have to go there, all things are bad. Working layaway at Walmart. That could also be. A circle of hell, when, yes. especially when the managers don't talk to each other and and say these are the expectations that I have for my workers coming to work back here because we're supposed to be doing this, and uh, you need to not talk to my workers. What is the most standout item that you've ever seen put on layaway? Yes, great question. And the cheapest. What is the cheapest? Uh, well, g- generally the cheapest is y- y- it has to be ten dollars or more. I oh, mean, that's good. It can't I'm, glad, be, oh, okay. I'm glad they got a limit. Oh, I want to okay. put a stick of gum. Yeah, yeah I've <laughs> seen people box try box to fucking do that. Hold like that chicken for me, man. Yeah. Um. Uh. It, and and by ten dollars, I mean it has to be ten dollars. It can't be nine ninety nine. Yeah. No rollbacks. You probably have a lot of rejected items. Yes. In the ten ninety nine. Yeah. People trying to put fucking rolls of carpet or mm. no. You know, uh, I like to put this one the, the car battery. Thirty nine dollar grill. Can you put this cavasse on uh, layaway? <laughs> no. <laughs> one case of beer. Um, what about some henny? The 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 most impressive one was, and, and this sounds stupid, but because um, there was a limited edition Lego Millennium Falcon, Ooh. someone had put that on layaway. Like Two fifty, I bet. Yeah, it was okay, it was okay. fucking expensive, uh. um, and then it was promptly lost. How does the Lego company not own the world <laughs> by how expensive their Legos are and they buy they sell them like crazy? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I love her for this. Because they, they, they're out of Sweden or Norway or whatever. I specifically remember when I was probably like 17, 18 years of age putting a set of pots and pans on layaway and they were probably like 50 bucks or yeah. something like that. But I had to put them on layaway because that was the reality at the time. And now, like, I look at, like, layaway now, and people are taking shit like that, like, oh, I'd like to put this Millennium Falcon on layaway. And it's like, you son of a bitch, you're not hurting that bad. If you well, I can understand why they do it. Most of the people that do it, do it so that they don't have to deal with shopping yeah. at the last minute, and then mm-hmm. they come in and pay it off, and then their kids don't rifle through all the shit. Yeah. They just want it to be a surprise. So if they had offered, like, gift wrapping for layaway, that'd be even a bigger bonus, but... That would, but they do not. Oh, thankfully. You would have the gift wrap. I suck at gift wrapping. Yeah, my those <laughs> are so here's your gift. Pharmacy, <laughs> DMV, and the post office. Yeah. If you have to go inside to do something. Those yeah. are my three circles of hell. Um working working in the frozen food section. 
of any place. Maybe. Maybe. No, Still. No, I, no, no. That's, I want to counteract the pharmacy. That's a living this. hell. They never have your shit ready. They Explain. don't ever have what exactly what you need. They have a different generic. <laughs> your insurance won't process. You have to be in the freezer problem. at all times. Mm-hmm. Summer, spring, fall. And then he ends it with? Winter. winter. And, and here, when it gets cold out, you know, it's just not, it's just not, it doesn't get cold. It's just a fucking biting wind that's blowing. And then you got to work in the freezer putting milk and shit away. Fuck that. It's fine during the summer for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Then fuck that as I well. I thought you were going to say like when you're on the outside putting stuff in the freezer. That like too. Stocking it and then people it. are constantly coming by opening it and then fogging up the glass and shit. And eh, that, you know, not, not too much, but I think working in the freezer section. all forgetting my story about the guy who wanted to go through each set of stamps. Yes. At the post office. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I told previously here. Like post office is like number one. Yeah, there's some weirdos, right? They they go through the, the post office, right? God, so awful. Storage. Uh, storage could be another one. It could be. It could be another one. If you get stuck dealing with those people, a lot of signing times I go to my storage, storage and I don't deal yeah, with. Signing it. for a storage contract that that is one of the circles of hell. <coughs> oh my god. Oh, you know, well, free first month is free, but well, we got this little fee here and this little fee here. Oh wait, we forgot about this fee. No, nah, like see, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. It's annoying. It gives, I, I don't know where you're going to fucking get your storage, but uh, you get, and then you have this this stack of papers, and you go, I just want to put my shit in a fucking container. Can can we just move on with this? I, I don't know where you're putting your storage stuff in. You know, apparently your stuff in a shitty place. Yeah, apparently because he's putting them in at the pharmacy. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of the ones that's colored like U-Haul. I, I don't fucking know the name of it. I I've never had that problem with storage. He's putting them in it's at usually the pharmacy like, I need a storage or the post office. I, I, I need a storage. I, I need a place to store my shit. I need a place to yeah. store my shit in this box. Okay. In this post office box. It's 100 bucks a month. Three books of stamps. Here. Yeah. Well, that, you know what? Maybe up here in, in, in sunny Auburn, California, the, the people haven't become greedy assholes yet. Eh. But down in Sacramento. M- m- most of the storage places I've dealt with are like, it's 100 bucks a month. Everything has a little, another fee, another fee, another fee. And so can you know. we talk about how up here it's like as hot as the seventh circle of hell all of a sudden? Yeah, it's like no, it's not even fucking hot. It's humid. It's yeah, humid I was, as shit. Out. I, I, like humid. I said, I w- it's not the heat; it's the humidity. But yeah, before I got the on the mic, thunderstorm yesterday. I walked like three miles in downtown Sacramento today, and it was, it was like God. What's steamy? The, yeah, it was steamy. Moist. Oh, that's because I was. Why am I so hot? Dare I say it's <laughs> moist? <laughs> the moist. Yeah, I feel like the inside of a fat man's thigh. You ever well, felt not so fresh? We and no. we did have some thunderstorms, which is fantastic. The thing that gets me about our climate um and i'm not one to bitch about the heat i'd rather have that than being rained on Boy, it's so humid however we never get anything in between it's like we're 56 or we're Ira. fucking 96 <laughs> there's nothing in between and we get no buffer there's no adjustment period yeah. it's just like bam you're fucking hot it's 46 degrees and the next day 110 yeah i'm wearing a sweatshirt or i'm dying fucking there's alderaan no <laughs> right, right when yeah. the fucking laser hits Yes. <laughs> that's the only difference we have. So I'm I think I'm near magma. I'm definitely sweating to the oldies today uh, because of our temperatures, but I'm sure it'll get worse. Hopefully, I'll just get used to it. I am. Um, I have recently talked to two separate people that moved from Arizona, and they both said that it is not a dry heat near the major cities anymore. It is. There is a lot of humidity there because of all the property that they built there, like um, lawns and. And other things they're that they're watering their lawns. Yeah, and there's so much moisture out there now. How long has it been since you've been to Arizona? 
I've never been to Arizona. You've never been. I just don't, don't listen to any of those people. I've just heard that a lot of people move. <laughs> the move people that have breathing conditions. They move there because of how dry the elevation and how dry the about thirteen air. years ago it was still pretty fucking dry. Oh. But that was searching. I'm just saying, I two uh, in the span of a week, I heard it from two separate people that it is now. There's a lot of humidity I, near the major cities. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to move where it is humid. I want to just bring up every single bit of lung phlegm I have. Uh, me too. I just want to. I just want to cough it. Just um, and expel it. I want to own put it. Put some habanero hot sauce in your in your. If mouth. you can hear uh, Michael coughing right now, just every bit, Ugh. every bit of it, I want to just bleh. <laughs> At least when it's humid, my hair curls. I get like sympathy coughs. Like someone starts coughing, and then my body goes, "Oh, you got a cough too." Yeah. <laughs> you should, this is you awkward be, if you don't cough. You should be coughing. <laughs> Why are you coughing? They're coughing, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> cough with them. Sneeze with them. <laughs> I'm gonna try to randomly cough throughout the uh, recording just to see what happens. Oh, I'm going to occasionally because I'm getting over a cold. So I just choke on my own. Yes, spit. I know what a weeaboo is. By the I, way, I don't. <laughs> I do not know what a weeaboo is. What's a weeaboo, Joe? Um, a weeaboo is someone who tries to to immerse themselves so much into Japanese culture, um, especially anime related things, that um, they pretty much are wannabes. They're like, have you ever seen a wigger? This is like the Japanese manga version of okay. of a wigger. Okay. So not tries, like- does. Like that's, somebody that's, that's the just only, like 100% the Japanese so culture. It's like when white people right. dress up like Romulans, pretty much. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just picture the hair. <laughs> yeah, it's a derogatory slang term for a Western person who is obsessed with Japanese culture, especially anime, often regarding it as superior to all other cultures. Yeah, my, my daughter Cora is, um, she doesn't say she's a weeaboo, but she's she's borderline weeaboo. Yeah. She's borderline. Yeah. This is all new to me. Yeah. So nobody's really tried that hard, I guess, in my life to uh, submerge themselves into the Japanese culture. It's an interesting culture, but I mean, it's not something I would want to in my face twenty four hours a day. Yeah, my daughter, my 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 kids love boba tea, but I I don't don't understand it. Is it like sucking up giant tapioca? It's just big balls of yeah, pretty much big balls of tapioca. Gigantic balls. It's like marbles you can eat. He's like (laughs) sucking down marbles. I put the marbles in my mouth. And you get rainbow. And like I don't understand. Like calamari, does it taste? Does it taste like those balls, stuff. or do the balls taste? Because there's different flavored balls. Oh, right. it's so salty. So do the balls make the drink taste like watermelon, or do only the balls taste like watermelon? And then you have to chew them to get that flavor, or is it like when you swallow? Them and they and give you those like super them. fat straws that you can so you can suck because the balls you can through. suck the balls through them. That's right. I have had one boba tea in my life. I've never like, had one. I've had a couple before I quit um, drinking sugar. And uh, and I made the joke about, maybe we should just spit these at people. <laughs> they're, just, uh, they're okay. I mean, you know what? It, it's it's not it's not usually an overwhelming flavor. It's, it's nice and subtle, a little mildly sweet. I just know that my limit is tapioca pudding. Yeah, I miss tapioca pudding. I've had some really bad tapioca pudding before. It was at this place called a wagon wheel. Did it have like the layer of, of hard gravy on top of it? It had something, like but skin. it had a bad flavor. I can tell you <laughs> that right now. Did it taste like like iron? I don't know. My brother and I were very excited for it, and then simultaneously extremely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I had one where it tasted just like rice. It didn't even have any yeah. sweet flavor to it at yeah, all. Yeah, there's no pudding flavor to this at all. It's just rice pudding. Yeah, I Ugh. like rice pudding. It has to as be, do I. You know, obviously, it has to have fucking flavor to it. Yeah, yeah. I put a lot of sugar and cinnamon and stuff in it, but different. So what is this that you're bringing up for me? You're I was actually going to wiki uh, weeaboo. Wiki weeaboo. 
Wiki wiki. Wiki wiki weeaboo. Weeaboo. Wiki-a-boo. Uh, the term weeaboo came from a comic strip created by Nicholas Gerwich, in which the term had no meaning other than it was something unpleasant. According to an unpublished thesis, uh, 4chan quickly picked up the word and applied it in an abusive way in place of the already existing Wapanese term. Uh, the, wa- the term Wapanese from white Japanese or possibly wannabe Japanese first emerged in 2002 as a term used to describe a white person who was obsessed with Japanese culture, blah, blah, blah. I could see a comedian like doing stand-up and talking about why is it only white people who seem to immerse themselves in other people's cultures and try to claim them? Because we're not. That's a good question. We have Japanese doing the same thing. They've tried to be white. With their anime. Yeah. Look at the manga. Yeah. It's, it's done that way on purpose. Um, even um, like uh, 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 mulattoes. People that people of color having yeah swirls. You know, blacks and blacks and whites having kids yeah and and uh, they're afraid that their their child is going to have problems because they're not black they're not white yeah. they're, they're a mix who am I so what they do is they just say well just tell everybody that you're either one or the other yeah you know which I think is fucking bullshit but whatever yeah. so I say embrace your diversity shit yeah. yes um I find weeaboos particularly. Annoying, <laughs> because well, I mean they they just walk around and then they they learn most of their their Japanese from watching anime, yeah, and then they try to correct you on the pr- correct pronunciation. So if you know, I've got friends that and, and I've got family, really? yes, I've got friends and family that live in Japan and they are quite proficient in speaking Japanese, um, and. I, I, I'm pretty sure that most of these weeaboo would tell them that they're speak- saying it wrong. It's not Leviosa. It's Leviosa. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not shut up. It's shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, the fun part is, is I actually don't think I've ever encountered this at all. You're not Cause you're up in the hills of that <laughs> thing. Anime culture. You don't go to conventions yeah. and stuff like that, which is what we should be doing for this, but... Regardless, I mean, we can. Ooh, what do you yeah. want me to dress up like? I want to dress up like a fat superhero. <laughs> me too. With purposely with small pants. I'm going to dress up and as a short shirt so my butt cracks hanging out and I can run around. I'm going to dress up as Leprosy Man. Oh, I like it. <laughs> God, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Jesus has cursed me. I have my penis in a jar. <laughs> the Lord has it forsaken fell. me. It fell. I was taking a piss and it, it just came off fell in my right hand. off. Play. Play. It went off in my hand. Literally. <laughs> Twice. The wrath Lit- of God. Literally. Like, like, and a toe. I mean, we can. If you know that there's those things going on, I'm happy to go. I can dress up as whatever I don't There's care. There's tons of conventions. I'm talking more along the lines of the other podcasts that we do. We should actually be going out to conventions and talking to people. We should do that. And to, and to convents. And to convents. Con- what? I don't know where that comes from. Nuns. You don't want to hit on some nuns? No. Where are you going with this? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> then st- we'll stop while you're ahead. <laughs> like what? What is this a thing? Like yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. He's we've trying just gone to do to, a play on We've just gone to the third circle of nerd hell, and I don't understand. So. I don't. I don't understand. So yeah, um, I was trying to be unconventional. Yeah, I know. Shut up. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. It really does. Uh, w- yellow mm. fever. <laughs> Weeaboo Asian fetish on YouTube. Mm. Jesse got into a fight with a nerd redditor who claimed not to have an Asian fetish. <gasps> oh, 
Oh no! How can you not have YouTube any drama? I think saying. I so. think that the, the problem with the weeaboo is that they immerse themselves so much into just one thing that it's kind of like, um, like like white ghetto women that only date black men, or like Dungeons you know? and Dragons people. And now they think that because okay, yeah. racist. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> so like when you have ghetto white women that only date black dudes, mm-hmm. and it's. And, what about and like, age? What they, about and, and you can't. They like you'll never see them with a white dude or with any other race. Just a black dude. What about Asian women that only date white guys? Mm. What about white guys that only date Asian women? Same difference. But you don't see it as like a, a thing. I do. It is a thing. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is a thing. But I'm saying that you don't see it as a thing. I'm confused. You don't see it. Pre- well, look, I'm I'm from a shitty area, so I see it all the time. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but it's it, it's that way across all races. It's like when you're dating. I'm like, not going to date anybody but German dudes. Okay, what I'm saying know? is, okay, especially like ghetto white women when they only date black dudes. They they yeah, but they, why does it have to be ghetto white women? Why can't I it just be fucking women? Because when I see people dating other races, they don't fucking start dressing up exactly like that fucking race. All I the think time. that you're mistaken from just ghetto white women to fat, ugly, redheaded chicks. <laughs> Where they start getting corn rolls and they get the accents <laughs> and 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 the the juicy on the on the butt cheeks and all that shit. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that's just that's. I have an accent too. That's uh. It's way more noticeable. It's uh. Well, I don't I, I don't know if that's specifically just ghetto. I think that's just in general they they're trying to it, the same thing. It's the weeaboo culture, but you know for. Yeah. You know, white people it's going like into black culture. Only black. That's it. But the same thing is like when white guys try to be black people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, like, you know, you know dressing the, them. The Uyghurs, yeah. Yeah. It's like well, enough. G-E-Z raps very white sounding. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, it's prevalent, but it seems to me that no one really has a name for those. <laughs> well, we have Wigger, but, mm-hmm. but no one has a real name for those other than Weeaboo. Yeah. Which is just a hilarious name. <coughs> it's a funny <laughs> name. It's like a bugaboo, but it's a weeaboo. Yeah, there's also uh, there's waifu. Sounds like something that's yellow fever. Like a cute little stuffed animal you'd sell to children. Oh, you got the yellow fever. What do you want, weeaboo? Weeaboo. <laughs> you have this uh, term. A waifu is a term for a fictional character, usually in anime or related media, that someone has great and sometimes romantic affection for. Oh, God. Oh. I've, I've had coworkers that are huge into <laughs> hentai. And they've got like p- stickers on their cars so just got of, a of for anime female characters and stuff. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I, dude, like Kim Possible. Yes, like, Kim Possible is pretty badass. Or Marge. Look, I, a real life version of Kim Possible would be pretty fucking hot. Or Patty. I, I actually know one of them. I know a real life version of a Kim Possible. What's she does name? occasionally does do dress up as. Well. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Say She's more. a sheriff, Don't. so be careful. <laughs> She's a sheriff. Watch what you say. Hey. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, no. Oh, get scared because someone's Pale got a fucking skin. title. Come, come arrest me. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh my arm. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. I'll, I'll put my left shoulder behind my... You can arrest me. Yeah. Oh, I'm so terrible. Oh, I'll try to show the proper <laughs> restraint. Why are your pants tight? I don't know. I don't know. I do right. know. Love that girl. Why are your pants tight? Because I have a boner. <laughs> this is my boner. We touched on this last week. So we've talked about weeaboos. We we're talking about fucking waifus. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, not wa- last wa- week. Wa- the last wa- podcast was. Wa- waifu sounds like white foo. 
<laughs> like, look at that waifu. Well, it's actually wife, wife, ooh, waifu, um, waifu, waifu, like waifu. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what's that waifu doing? Waifu doing <laughs> kung fu. Um, how the hell can anybody have a fetish for snuff films? They do. They like watching it. Now, this was a big joke back in the 80s and the 70s, 70s and yeah. the 60s. They made that the movie called Snuff, right, with uh, George C. Scott, where his daughter goes into hooking and, or something like that, and, and he look, goes looking for her? I don't know. Oh, you got to look that up. No, I don't. Yeah, I know, because Joe said it, so I ain't going to fucking do it. I no, I don't have to do it. And I'm not going to. I don't give a shit about it. We're not looking at fucking movies. We're talking about <laughs> snuff yeah, film stop fetishes. Yeah, talking about regular movies. So the last time I saw something that was a joke about snuff films was on Family Guy. Oh, it was called Hardcore. And um, why did it... G- I'm stuck on the question. I <laughs> okay. I, I, I think I, I can try with this one. Okay. It's just like, say, a pedophile who... Um, doesn't go over the line, but wants to watch porn in that regard so that they can get their jollies. So, say someone that wants to maybe, you know, delve into murder, but doesn't do it because, you know, they don't want to go to prison or whatever, or it's just not, they don't want to go over that line. So instead, they watch real shit. That's the only thing I could think of. It's possible. Or or it's just a precursor. I think they just want to watch people die. Because I've watched that shit before, you know, like, like not snuff, not actual snuff, but, you know, footage of people being killed and it's it's so off-putting it, it, yeah it, it doesn't yeah. do anything for me but there are so many people out there that have such different interests and i think there's something in the domination portion of it that mm-hmm. really here does right. it for, i mean for me it's a great punchline i'm not gonna lie this is a fantastic punchline i love the snuff film uh connotation but actually watching somebody die i i, I mean i wouldn't get off on it it would just be like oh oh shit they're dead Ugh. Well, fancy that. Yeah, snuff films featuring women often see the female stars raped, humiliated, and tortured before they are killed. They may be killed by a single sexual partner or couple due to their graphic nature and extreme acts of real or depicted violence. Snuff and faux snuff films are considered as some of the most extreme forms of porn. Okay, so I understand now. So, I mean, uh, there's definitely a um, niche I guess. I mean, because you can fake it, and they still. Yeah, I know. In the in the movie um, Eight Millimeter, um, when um, I almost said Joaquin Phoenix, but uh, when uh, Nick Nick Cage's character is is searching through the the dark underground, mm-hmm. and he comes across some snuff films, he finds oh, it's the same actress in each film. So how can she be getting murdered in each film? So so technically, you know, it's fake snuff. So they, I, I think they do make s- fake snuff films as well. Mm-hmm. Thanks, really? thanks, Google. <laughs> thanks, Google. That's amazing. I often have that same problem. Mike? That's funny, dude. Have you had that problem Just before? Just laugh. Just fucking laugh, Have man. you ever had the daddy issue I am laughing. Alfredo? Shut the fuck up. You don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I see you. I, I hate it when I have the daddy issue fettuccine Alfredo. That's, uh, I'm typing in, I'm looking up a fetish called daddy issues, and, and Google auto, uh, whatever it is, uh, autofill. Is suggesting. suggesting that I finish it with fettuccine Alfredo. Which, I mean, often my daddy issues that. come with a delicious, rich, white Parmesan sauce. <coughs> Fetty wrap? Fetty wap? Fetty wap. Fetty wap. That's a wrapper, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. Okay, hold on a second. You can have the daddy issue Fetty wap. Yeah, baby. Let's start doing it now. Where's the clothes at, baby? You know who Fetty wap is, but you don't know what a goddamn weeaboo is? I think it makes sense. It just means I'm hip. 
Don't hate because you're to be square. Don't. Daddy issue fettuccine Alfredo. That's um, <laughs> that's where they make the fettuccine Alfredo with shame. Oh, there is no daddy issue. Okay. No, it's just fettuccine Alfredo. You lied to me, which Google. Is, which is fine. I mean. So what is it with daddy issue? The daddy issue fetish. I didn't know there was one. Oh, well, it's not issue, but I mean, daddy issues are the cornerstone of modern patriarchy manifesting. Oh, we have to read this. Is there going to be toxic masculinity? Yes. The quickest and easiest way to shut down a woman's sexual interests and kinks, as well as any opinion she might express, is to to declare her hysterical and possessing of daddy issues. (laughs) The dismissive. That's funny. As a 20, okay. Um, I'd say only if uh, she says, yeah, can you put on this smoking jacket, some glasses, and have a pipe, and then I'm going to call you daddy. Then I can see that being daddy issues. <laughs> Otherwise, why can't a woman be kinky? What's wrong with that? Right. Yeah, I mean, what, uh, what's up with that? It's kind of like when a woman's upset about something and someone just says, oh, she's just PMSing or she's crazy, right? That's a dismissive thing to say. So they're saying that, that daddy issues is also just a dismissive thing to say instead of, you know. Oh, she's got daddy issues. Yeah. It's just yeah, she's a whore because she's got daddy issues. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. So is that a, is it a, is daddy issues, are daddy issues a problem? I think for an individual. Depends on what the uh, situation is. I mean, look, if you're a, a, a person who can stand on their own two feet and, and take care of yourself and you're just into older men. I mean, what's the fucking problem? They say everything is daddy issues, trust issues, look, every yeah, issues, I mean, older men, younger men, everything yeah, is a fucking daddy practically issue. Practically, ha- everything stems from childhood anyway, one way or another. So they all say it's daddy issues. It doesn't right. matter what it is. Well, let's go to the extreme on this and go to the front oh. page of the internet. <laughs> I know, I don't know what else to say. Really, having a daddy issue is sick and disturbing. This is my opinion, and it feels fucking disgusting and gross. I don't know why people have the need to call their partner daddy. I understand submissive fetish, however, calling somebody daddy is just wrong. I I kind of agree a little bit. I, I think I, it's weird. I don't want someone calling me daddy in the bedroom. Call me something else, but you know, do not call me daddy. That's just fucking creepy. But I got that, kids. It just doesn't sound right. You're not into it. So. But that yeah. but that for particular fetish. Yeah. Um. Like I don't have a problem with anybody. Hey, if you want to get and pissed it, on, hey, not, find find a willing it's it's exactly. Yeah. It's not the BDSM. It's the um. What do they call it? It's almost like the, the big and the little type thing. Bear cub. No, kind of, but not not gay. Uh, and and it's it's very similar to that, where the woman is a submissive, but she acts like a little kid. Right, baby, oh, the oh baby God, issues yeah, or that, whatever. That's, baby that, fantasy. That, I think that's even creepier than the daddy thing. I don't. They just it, it is the what it is. Coloring and wearing their knee high socks. Yeah. and then they submit when daddy gets home. <coughs> right. That's um. That's a big, it's a really big theme. So I know that's a portion of that. Um, I also know there's a lot of. Fosses is really what like it comes down to is fake incest. Not even that. It's because um, it's a different type of relationship. But I mean, I know there's even situations where like um, um, prostitutes with pimps, we'll call them daddy, anything like that. Anybody who's providing, anybody who is, you know, um, dominant to you. Yeah, refer, I mean, like a father they'll figure. They'll refer to them as that. Right. You know, you, you, you have people that, do, you know, go nuts and buy adult-sized onesies in a crib. It's Yeah, it's that's not, a little bit different. You know. Different. And it's a lot of dudes that do that, by the way. A lot of dudes want to have their diapers changed. Yeah, that's weird. 
Not me. So, See, I mean, look, because it's going to happen it, sooner than later. If, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, if, if that. <laughs> I don't feel like fucking going through that shit. No pun intended. Look, I don't it, feel like going through that until, uh, you know. If they're a normal a need. functioning member of society, who gives a shit if that's what they want to do behind closed doors every once in a while? I mean, it, it, not my bag. Just yeah. like, with, like that, 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 that statement right there is the perfect one that Mike's highlighting right there, you know? Yeah, it's but I'm I'm asking in terms of is it as big of a deal as everyone makes it out to be like people that you work with. OK, let's just go with coworkers and stuff like that. Oh, she's got daddy issues because, you know, she's hanging out in, in particular, like I have gray hair and whatever else. So females seem like younger females. Yeah are fucking attracted to that. And I'm not saying to me. I'm saying to guys with gray hair and beards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Younger females are attracted to that. I have an idea. I have an idea on that. Because yeah. Go I ahead. know where he's going. The yes. idea is okay, when 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 a woman when a girl is going through puberty at a specific age, the boys that her that are their age are way too immature. So their first sexual attractions are usually to older men because they're more mature. So maybe that that can also like stimulate something in their brain at that time period, so that when they do get older, they still some of them might still have that that attraction towards it. It's possible. I wouldn't doubt it. I also look at it as um, men that are older or possibly more mature have a better um, potential providing safety net. Yeah, money making money. Safety yeah. making money. Well, well, the other making uh, money, or or you can go all the way back to the hunting gathering <laughs> situation, like. Yeah. This guy's older. He's been around the block. He's got a lot more hunting seasons under his belt. Well, he's got a better teepee. Let's let's think about it this way. How about people in the fifties when they used to get married at an older? Not uh, all of them got married at eighteen out of school, but some of them when they were eighteen married an older gentleman because he was already established, had money, blah blah yeah. blah, worked forty hours a week, had a house. So you know he was in his thirties or forties. He has a kid. By the time he's sixty, he's. I mean, I can name. I can name quite a few people. In fact, one of my one of my really really good close friends, his father was when I was fuck when you know when I was fifteen, he was in his fifties, late fifties, sixties. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Look, I, I think that this is just another issue that that people have moved on from because at least that's what it felt because like. of what's considered taboo, right? Where, like, say you can go as recent as twenty years ago, if you had a coworker in some some places that was homosexual but they never said they were, but everyone knew they were. And if it was ever confirmed, some people were like, oh, my God. Oh. You know, they make a big fucking deal out of it, even though it's not. Yeah. But they still do because it's, you know, it's it's so. It's that stupid dog and pony show that yeah. they have to put on. Yeah. And, yeah. The, you know, so I think that, yeah, now we're, you know, now that most people are accepting of, of homosexuality and just, you know, it's a, just a regular thing. I, you know what? I don't think more people are accepting of it. I think it's just that people have always been that way. It's always been like this. It's just that the people that are more outspoken against it yeah. have a bigger voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could be. Maybe. Because, I mean, it's all over the media, fucking, you know, the senators. I mean, we look what they have going on in Georgia right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and a couple yeah. of other places where it's just like, we don't like the gays. We don't like when women like to make choices. <laughs> we want separate watering fountains. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, like, I mean, it always was. It was always separate and it was always taboo and it was always no thank you. And um, I think there's still those people clinging on to that. Yeah, and that's and that's I have a problem with that because people tend to cling on to these fucking dumb ideas of what is and what should be right. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, you know, and we're not not politics or anything else like that. But what is and what should be, 
let people live their life. Stay the fuck out of their lives. Yeah. If they want to be monogamous, if they want to have you know their you know, polygamy or multiple fucking wives and this and that and the other thing, live in Utah or wherever, who cares? Are they affecting your life? Just like the weeaboo thing. Are they, unless they are straight up affecting your life, yeah. leave them alone. Yeah. You, know, you know my personal opinion on that. Yeah. And that is why I'm a liberal is I don't give a fuck. Well, you're not a liberal. You're, a, you're, a, you're the other word. Independent thinker? Libertarian. Progressive? You're progressive? Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. I've had You're a little bit of wine tonight. I'm a libertarian. Libertarian. <laughs> Not a liberal. Um, it's it's really whatever you want to fucking do. Shunned! As long as it's not affecting me. A person I don't care. Who, a person who believes in the doctrine of free will. Yeah. That's me. And her. Like Satanists. <laughs> yes. Yes. Actually, Satanism has a lot of great points. It's not just the... Uh, it, 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 Satanism isn't about worshiping Satan, yeah. which is kind of funny. I know. I've listened to some podcasts where Satanists come on and they talk about I think There's well, a fucking great documentary about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just funny because like, if you've ever seen a movie called... Um, uh, not Bewitched. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Spellbinder. It's a shitty horror movie from like 1988 called Spellbinder. Yes, I've seen it. And... Of course, it, I have. Yeah, <laughs> God, it's is that is the, that the one with? Uh, I can't remember the actors in it, but anyways. the whole time the guy is trying to get this girl out of this this Satanist cult, right? right? And at the end of the at the end of the movie, the twist is she was luring him in the whole time so that they could use him as a sacrifice at the end of the movie, and so yeah, they pull his fucking heart out of his chest while he's still alive. Uh, oh. Timothy Daly. There we go. Tracy Torme wrote the screenplay. Kelly Preston. Okay, yep, she was hot. Mm. She still is. Um, so uh, they made six hundred grand at the box office. <laughs> I was one of those Ooh. assholes who paid for it too. A big, that, uh, big, that, big spender movie. That that six dollars at the end there. That was that was me and my friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was Joe. You're welcome, Spellbinder. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome, Janet Greek. You, you are now relevant. <laughs> um, so. Um, and so what I'm saying is, what if they're just doing this? Hey, guy, hey, guy, relax. We're fine. It's just we don't believe in the sacrifice and anything. Then they get everybody pulled in. Like, I'm like, okay, now, now we start to sacrifice. <laughs> so for those of you at home, uh, Michael is currently writing a review <laughs> on the movie Spellbinder, saying you see that six dollars at the end of the box office total. <laughs> it's That's from me. me, and it's from Cinescape Magazine. You are welcome. Janet Greek. Fantastic. <laughs> That's my review. So if you actually read through the tenets <laughs> of Satanism, which, like you said, if you, which I, if you actually read through the tenets of Satanism, um, they're pretty much in line with what you would think normal thinking should be. Like, all the way down Rick the line. <laughs> it's, it's nothing... It's nothing crazy. It's nothing like thou shalt sacrifice babies or anything like that. It's like... You know, do what you basically like witchcraft. Do what you want as long as it harm doesn't harm anybody else. Yeah. You know, it's okay to have, uh, you know, lessful thoughts to be worldly. It's okay else. to be worldly. You know, yeah. Um, even as, long as, as you far as yourself, right? right? Sexuality. You know, don't put advances on those who are not willing. Um, anything of that nature is kind of falls in with the church of Satanism. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I think that uh, if they want to be taken more seriously by by people, they should just you know, hey, we're the free willers or something like not that. Not the Satan. Yeah, not the Satanists because we're not the Satan people. Yeah, because I'm I'm sorry, it's just it's like we're, you we're know, different than Satanists. Hey, we believe the same thing. We took the swastika and we turned it into a nice symbol. It means we turned it, it into a, yeah. a cross. It means we're love the, uh, and 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 we're responsibility. We're the church formerly known as Satanists. We, we turned yeah. it into a 
Times Square. <laughs> we are the artists. We now yeah. have a symbol for our name. Yeah. Totally mm. different. Yes. <laughs> totally different. We're, yeah, we're a congregation, no longer a gathering. Yes. All of this kind of actually rolls right back into every single one of the fucking subjects. You, yeah, it does. You brought up tonight. Um, I still think snuff films are the weirdest one for the fetish in terms of, like, how do you get off on that? How does anybody do it? You know what? I I don't want to judge. I assume there are reasons. I just don't. Okay. Let let, let me ask your personal opinion about this then. There are video games out there where the main purpose of the video game is to stalk women, like in subways and other places. I don't play those games. And then I'm just saying, let me... Are we talking so, about Grand Theft Auto? No, no. Um, no, it's a specific <laughs> where you game where you stalk women and then you grab them in subways or wherever else and you rape them. And part of the game is just the experience of doing that. I think that's Again, Grand I don't Auto. play those games. Yeah, and you don't play them and that's great. I don't understand people They're that do there. play but those games. But do you They're not there. think that the fact that there's someone that want that, that actually enjoys that, doing that. That program that in. Is there some See, that's the tough part because we don't have problems playing video games where we're murdering people all the time. Right, but there's so, a disc Okay. It's it's like the Looney Tunes thing. <laughs> specifically cuz I have that on right now. But oh, there and Dungeons and Dragons. There was for a time people going music is bad for you. The, the devil's music, rock and roll. It's gonna. It's it's teaching kids to do drugs. Foosball's and, the devil. Yeah, foosball's yeah. the devil. <laughs> Looney Tunes. You know we can't show Looney Tunes anymore because kids might get it in their head to you know play Buy with a bunch firecrackers. Of dynamite. Yeah, Beavis and Butthead are, are arsonists. Yeah, right? whack, whacking it in the shed. You know, blowing up toads. <laughs> whacking it in my tool shed. Whacking it. Why are y'all whacking it in my tool shed? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Still good. Still good. Um, oh, damn it. Um, Bobby. God damn it, Bobby. Um, yeah, you know, they can't show them smoking in cartoons because, yeah. you know, it's it's impressionable on kids. You know, and, and but that argument has gone through the ages all the of all the same things. Yeah. Don't do this because of the kids. Don't do that because of the kids. Don't do this because of the kids. No. So when it comes right down to it, that's why we we get a lot of this nonsense of censorship and, and yeah, you know, and it's it's unnecessary. Just, it's um, I guess you can call it culture or um, upbringing. Uh, I mean, look, if you this is the hard part when you try to you know fight against people that are that think this way still is that how how do you really argue with someone who's this has been ingrained into them over and over again every single day for decades. Well, here's the what thing: is we're like, say, religious people, how they oh, think. Okay, you know, oh, yeah. okay. For me, I mean, if you look at it, snuff films have been around for an immense amount of time. Right. This is not a new thing. It, this is I, not like, oh, hey, we've got a lot of killing video games. Let's like do a fucking stuff porn. Like that's not it. Like it's been around for a really long time. Obviously, long enough to have a feature film featuring Nicolas Cage in it. Right. Um. A, a, we're talking about a damn long time at this point. And, and I, I actually think it's a decent movie. Uh, you know, it's not a bad movie, especially after what he did with fucking Batman and Robin, Joel Schumacher, the director. Schumacher. 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 So, I mean, snuff films in themselves. I mean, there's there's got to be some sort of something to it. I mean, people like well, and the, it has the to be thing, like, they like the force thing, they like the, the violence, the domination, the whatever it is, it speaks to them. I'll go to the extreme on this. It's like the Wayne and Garth uh, discussion about <coughs> Bugs Bunny when he dressed up as a girl. Did you find yeah. her attractive? Did you find him attractive when he dressed mm-hmm. up like, like a female bunny? No. I, I dare anyone <laughs> to say no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everybody did. You're like eight years old and you're like, hey, 
It's got boobies. Why don't you come and see me sometime? I boobies. Mean, if, if you're if you're hitting it right, you can slit my throat too. Yeah, but Meh. I I, th- I think what it comes down to is going back to the video games or the snuff films is the disconnect. When we were growing up, that was what I mean. Our our parents said, obviously, don't do that. That's stupid. This is for entertainment. Obvious, you know, if you have fucking dynamite and you're running around, yeah, you're gonna blow your ass up. Don't do that. Yeah, don't be stupid. Yeah, stupid. don't fall off a cliff. I mean, <laughs> don't don't chase a bird off a if cliff. If your friends jump off a bridge, yeah, don't follow. So, and I think that the when it comes to <laughs> snuff films or anything else like that, because I can see fucking Wiley Coyote right out of the corner right there. Um, with snuff films or, or any of these stupid things that are f- considered fetishes, it's that disconnect, you know, especially, I keep saying that, when we are growing up and our parents are saying, or hopefully, they're saying, hey, entertainment, reality, understand the difference. Because what's going on there has nothing to do with what's going on here in the now. And unfortunately, I still don't care about the death of coyotes. I don't care. Uh, I've got one that runs through my yard that's the size sad. of a fucking raccoon. It's a sad. It's a sad <coughs> With an orange head. It's got an orange head and a raccoon body. My youngest wants a raccoon is. as a pet, he asked me. Huh? My youngest wants a raccoon. No. That's a pet. They can be assholes. No. My right. cousins have had them before. Grandma Sue had them. Yeah. No. No. They are I said they get vicious. fucking nightmares. They don't get vicious. They will get into everything. If you get them as babies and stuff like that, and you can, they're still animals, you know, just like dogs and anything else. You can domesticate them to a point, mm-hmm. but just don't spank them. They <laughs> will get into everything because they got those fucking opposable thumbs. They, God damn it! They will literally. I, I would love it to see a fucking raccoon learn how to play Diablo or something <laughs> like that. It's just playing. It. <laughs> That's no new Geico commercial. So. What now are you I'm going to get a baby raccoon and have saving 15% or more. And have Michael teach you how to play Diablo. <laughs> or Doom. Or <laughs> play, play, so play, at least play fucking Nintendo. Can we tape it to our Roomba? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> our screaming Roomba. So it just bumps into something. And it, 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 oh, just, fuck me! Put a raccoon tail on a Roomba. Oh, so horrible. <laughs> Why is it doing this? <laughs> my life sucks. My, um, my, my aunt kept one for my cousin and... It was um, inside outside for a long time, and then it just really got so incredibly fat yeah. that yeah. it couldn't live in My the house God, anymore. And then they moved and they put it up in the garage, and it had its own whole floor. And you could go into the barn, and between the rafters, they had like a giant, like king size mattress. Uh-huh. And you could see where it would lay on, and it would sink in between the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> thing like it would just sink down, just a gigantically. And like you couldn't do much except for go up and like feed it at that <laughs> because by then it was just so sick of everyone's shit, it would just hiss at you. <laughs> it was like done with life. Real story raccoons get real fat. Yeah, it was it was a job of the hut. He's looking up job of the hut right now. <laughs> yes, that's exactly uh, what it was Wonga. like. Don't, it was so bad. You know, the commercial is gonna play, right? Yeah, and his name was Alvin, too. Uh, <laughs> of course, no, no commercial plays, right? On a seven second clip. That was Alvin. He was he lived so long too. That's it was so funny. That's ex- <laughs> that's. Ex- I'd be like, I want to go see Alvin, and she'd be like, No. No, you go up there and you just like he just fucking doing you. the Java thing. <laughs> Did you bring me food? No. <laughs> that's I salacious crumb. I know. I love that that laugh. It's a great laugh. You just go up there. And it was all stuck on Java. If I did get a raccoon, I would name him Jabba because I know he would get fat. 
Just like a given. <laughs> Top of the Hut calls America. I'm not going to play that one. <laughs> what? I, I Why would you not? We are not fucking YouTube searching. <laughs> we're not doing that. We're, we're those people right now. Oh, God. Hi, my name is Alan, and I have the pleasure of speaking with today. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That, uh, that's the raccoon. I'm so sorry. Uh, do you have an account number? Oh. I'm so sorry, I actually don't have to be Klingon. I apologize. You don't speak Klingon, that's what you said. <laughs> Thank you. Well, if you don't have any account with American Stuff, I'm going to have to disconnect this call. Thank you. Tilly Jedi, Tilly Jedi. We now come from Vapodo. It's that last laugh. Good evening, American Stuff. How can I help today? I'm sorry, I beg your pardon, sir. That's actually, all of that is actual dialogue from like a Swahili tribe. Is it? Yeah, mixed in with a couple of other dialects. It's real dialect. And they, they just like morphed it in Job of the Hut? Yeah, and what they did was there was some guy that was like a, a, tra- a, a language expert. And he said, this would be perfect for whatever language he's speaking. Mm-hmm. And then here, I'll, 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 here's all the dialogue. And he came up with all the dialogue um, in re- relation to the script. Because in the script, obviously, they just write in you know, yeah. English. But he, this, this translator, because what they would do is they would, every alien has its own distinct. Right. Except whatever. for the guy that sells stuff on. Even he does. Toydarians well, have a, their own distinct language. Every alien has their own no, distinct no, no, language. No, 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 no. Mind so, tricks don't work on me. Only <laughs> money. That's Armenian. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing. I, like, I no, saw that movie, and won't. I was like, that when I saw that particular one, I looked at he's that guy, hat, and I was like, he's an Armenian. He's, oh, my God. He's Armenian. Wearing a Jesus Christ. Hat. They haven't made an Armenian it's alien. fucking Triumph the Insult comic dog. Yeah. But, but that's what they did with him, and then, obviously, they amplified it, but, you know. That's uh, that's an, that's an actual language or a couple My languages mixed together. My favorite thing is the, the thing, the little animal laughing. <laughs> Salacious crumb. Yeah, that's just like, that's what's cool about when you watch the new Mandalorian uh, trailer when it shows one of them on a spit. I mean that. Oh, he has his own title. Your anger with Solo must be equally. I seek an audience with your greatness to bargain for Solo's life. What? the wrong message. Basically, I'm Salacious Crumb. (laughs) That's probably a better one. That's my new Twitter handle. Salacious crumb. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> it's just brilliant. It's great fucking Muppets, man. Jim Henson stuff, man. It's just the way that he, he looks, and then he starts laughing. And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> Twitter handle, hashtag Salacious Crumb. That's what I'm all about. That's what I am. I am so good with that. All right, what are we up to? I don't know. Ooh. Somebody commented on our Gary Glitter podcast that 23 isn't a kid. And if that's the only thing that they got out of that entire podcast about Gary Glitter being a piece of shit fucking kid toucher, then I think they missed the whole point of the podcast. Fuck him. <laughs> He's probably a pedophile himself. I, I'm probably, I was, I was going to go and give him a thumbs up, but I decided, yeah. yeah. I, I like trolling our comments. <laughs> like if somebody comes in comments, like somebody did that <laughs> previous, <laughs> what do they write? I would totally troll Juice fat. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said something along the lines of the, the two people that are talking are fucking morons. <laughs> and I went and gave them a thumbs up. Absolutely. Thank you, Veta. Because that's, that's true. Yeah, you know, we're, we're dummy. But we're, I mean, we're, we're talking about Compelled. You know, we're, we did a podcast called Compelled, which is about, you know, piece of shit human beings, mostly, you know, c- celebrity pedophiles. Mm-hmm. So we did Gary Glitter. We did uh, Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we did uh, Weinstein and and um, the, the uh, Brian Singer and a couple of others. Yeah. Anyways, this, there's one guy that we did, and 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 the response was, you know, they're trying to be funny with, you know, or they're they're forcing laughter or whatever they're fucking doing. And it's just like, really? I don't remember ever trying to really be funny while we we're doing Compelled. Yeah. That's why kind of why we stopped doing it is because it just felt too over, you know, just too. Dark and just ugh. Yeah, got old. Yeah, it's like eh, here's another piece of shit. Sounds fun to me. The oh. guys doing the talking sound as stupid as Shorty is. That's because uh, Ralph Shorty, the senator from Oklahoma, who mm-hmm. transported a child across state lines and went into a hotel with him and had sex with him. The guy was awesome. like 16 years old. Good. Their attempt at being funny is a miserable failure. So I don't totally think we were really pedophile. trying to be funny on a, on a fucking pedophile podcast, but you know okay. what I'm thinking right now with the whole like pedophile thing, humor. Yeah, the, the, you know what I'm thinking. Uh, we should um. Yeah, there's this one. Six we should do bitch. fucking stand up comedy. Well, <laughs> ugh. so uh, all right. What do we got? What do we got What's now? next on That's the docket? Snuff films, weeaboos. Oh, yeah, we got to do your drink of the day. We got to do your wine decisions. club. Yes, yes, poor decisions. Yes. So, Pour one of the on. wines that I reviewed. So, I'm having a hard time with this. So, I really think. That's what she said. Just as a suggestion to Grocery Outlet, if you're listening, which you're probably not. And, of course, you don't fucking sponsor any of this. So, um, if you could just put your wines out via price, like just like start at $3.99 and then go up along the wall, instead of having to make me search. Isn't there like the bottom to the top rule? No. Not, no. A, not a grocery outlet? No, mm. not a grocery outlet. They're kind of all over the board. So I just kind of have to like quickly like scan and search the the tickets. Start like at the, the bottom, now we hear. To see what the prices are. So I'm still sticking to the 399s, and I'm, I'm really wishing I could go up to the 499 at some point. Someday. Just, you know what? Why don't you make that attempt? You know what? I, I made a commitment. Step your game up. I made a commitment to go to the cheapest. So I will do that until I run out of options. And so that's pretty much where I'm at. So I don't think you're ever going to run out of options on that one. Here's a, well, I don't know. That grocery alley, you may. So here's the thing. is When I see a lot of 399 wines, they're always Chardonnays. 
and I don't like them, as we've made very clear. And nine times out of ten, they're not fucking good anyways. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do three ninety nine, but not Chardonnays. Like, that's that's how I did it. It's like, I'm just not going to get a Chardonnay. But it's it's hot as fuck up here these days. I mean, it's not really hot as fuck, but it's hot as fuck for us it's going from, like, getting hotter. 59 degrees to 90 degrees. Like, it's it's warm. So I, I kind of had that in mind, too. So what I did find was I found um, a couple of different wines. And one of these that I'll review tonight um, is a Sauvignon Blanc. So it's called um, Perlais, P-E-R-L-E-S. I think it's just pearls, but... De Sauvignon Blanc. And the bottle itself is very pretty, as um, even Mike said. <laughs> and it has on the bottle, um, like, kind of formed into it's, the glass It's itself. got a pearl necklace. It has its own pearl necklace, just so you know. That's that's a part of this, and you can't open it with a wine opener. You have to take off like the plastic shit, so and that's you actually have to like ninety nine right there. Jimmy, just, right the there. just just for the pearl necklace. Yeah, it's two ninety nine for the fucking plastic cork. <laughs> so it cost me three ninety nine on <laughs> wine dot com. It's fifteen ninety nine, and I do see one on Instacart for twenty two ninety nine. So I can God see damn. how this might be a little bit more expensive. So here's my take. So I open up the bottle. And without any room for breathing or anything, Mike picks it up and takes a giant swig out of the <laughs> bottle itself and says, not too bad. And sits it back down and then, like walks away. So I, I now have to sip. judge this wine as, as to what it is. So when I first took a drink, it seemed very tart, but I just had a margarita and something else. So I, I was probably clowned into my judgment. So I tried to give it some time, re-drink it. Um, I drank it again. Notice it was kind of like a, a kind of still a little bit tart, but a little bit of metallic finish. And then on the third one, it was pretty much clean as if there was like nothing there and then still metallic finish. So I'm still getting a metallic finish from this. Is, and I and don't is know that why. A, oh, being a wine connoisseur, kind of a song, is, 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 is a metallic finish a good thing or a bad thing? Not usually a good thing. Okay. I don't have any aftertaste. Maybe it's radioactive. <laughs> I mean, if it's got a metallic aftertaste, from, it's yeah. fucking Did it come lead from like rusty pennies. Did it come from Ukraine? <laughs> it's uh, it's actually full of rusty pennies. Did it come from Three Mile Island? It is yeah. a ass it is penny the wishing wine? well of Sauvignon Blancs. Um, is it an ass penny wine? It's stored at Rancho Seco. I've been spending my ass pennies for years. Still one of my favorite, favorite skits of all time. Um, I see lots of things that say it's golden color. It's got a... Citrus and methanol aromas. Citrus and methanol. I don't see how citrus those and meth go together, but okay. Um, taste is nicely rounded. Weaker. Um, so here's the thing: it's got a, a fairly clean finish on it. Maybe a little bit of a metallic aftertaste. In my opinion, everyone tastes wine differently. Why would it have a metallic aftertaste? Do I don't think? know. I don't. So you know. think it's like? Did somebody say actually say citrus and methanol? Yes, I just I I just read that. I don't know. The three major citrus volatiles are methanol, ethanol, and acetaldehyde. Acetaldehyde. Acetal what? It's acetate. It's acet acetaldehyde. Acetaldehyde. It starts with an A and ends with an E. Acetaldehyde. There you go. Acetaldehyde. Asshole taldehyde. Ace told you to hide. <laughs> yeah. God damn that pet detective. <laughs> Mind if I ask you a question? Um, citrus us fruits usually produce more methanol and formaldehyde. Huh. I didn't know that. <laughs> so you really are getting pickled. 
I, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and it really could be because it was just, it, it was just really me on the aftertaste. It could just be me. Again, everyone tastes wine differently, but for me personally, I had a very metallic aftertaste. Mm-hmm. It was very clean, um, really no distinctive flavors, um, almost like drinking kind of like booze water. Yeah, um, and then metallic. That's just me. I wonder if it's uh, the storage containers that they have it in or something. Well, it's glass. Usually glass is better. No, I mean, before it made it to the actual bottle. Like? Like their bins or their... Like a tin can. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Giant, giant, giant pears and light syrup containers that they fermented it in (laughs) from Costco. (laughs) 50-year-old beet cans. (laughs) No, discarded uh, gas tanks from when they had to, you know, redo all the gas tanks around uh, Sacramento. <laughs> Everyone got rid of their metal ones. This, you know, when you're um, when you're sto- when you're stocking good. up for your uh, for your uh, yeah, didn't they replace them all with fucking plastic? Yeah, because yeah, because the, the plastic melts easier. <laughs> when you're stocking up for your doomsday prep and you have some extra cans from your from your peaches. Do you see how you many push your Sauvignon Blanc in it? It's gas delicious. stations went out of business because of that shit. Because it costs over hundred grand to replace your gas tank. Well, they but they know that it's. I mean, it's part of the whole deal with opening a gas station is that well, every I know. couple it was, years it was, you have to get it replaced. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, people went the cheap route. They'd say, "Oh, you know, cheaper, cheaper to do uh, metal than right. uh, you know." But they know. still have to replace them every uh, couple of years. I don't think it's every couple of years. It's a huge fucking hole they have to do. Dude, they just did it on two of the gas stations here in, in Auburn, and then they did it like five years ago in those gas stations. They every, It's like every five to eight years or some shit like that. Fuck that, dude. I think that's extremely expensive. Yeah, well, that's the price. And I think the gas stations, the individual gas stations, actually have to pay for it. Hmm, well. But I, I don't know about that. So it's almost like you took a good Sauvignon Blanc and ran it through a Zippo lighter. Oh, yeah, okay. See, I only took a little bit of a sip. I didn't like take a huge swig. Which I'm again, glad I did. I judge these things. Yes. But I will still drink that. Like I'm not gonna act proud. <laughs> and then leave it in our refrigerator. And leave it in your refrigerator, which it is right now. Okay. By the way. That's also happening. All right. So what is what our we got here besides? So do you wine? recommend it? Mm. I would not it sounds like she says no. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no on that. I'm gonna say you can get better wine for like maybe a do- I'm gonna say for a dollar more. But that remains to be seen. So you definitely shouldn't pay twenty three ninety nine for it. No, no, <laughs> no. If you see that for twenty three dollars, just walk away slowly. Or just look up. But for three ninety nine, you could totally get drunk on that. Or just look at another brand right next to it. That too. All right. What's our drink of the day? What is our drink of the day, Joe? It is the Creamin' Demon. Mm. That's uh. That sounds uh. That sounds dirty. That's me at the height of excitement. It is so smooth and seductive. That is not me. It makes even the best angles naughty. Angles? Mischievous. It does say angles. It does say fucking angles, man. I'm I'm burgundy, bro. I didn't write that, so I copied and pasted Uh. it. (laughs) Okay. You ready? Here we go again. Are you going to read the whole goddamn thing? It makes the best angels naughty and mischievous. Equal parts demon rum. Your favorite horchata. (laughs) I'm sorry, hold on. Somebody has a favorite horchata? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it just fucking milk or rice milk and, and cinnamon? Your favorite horchata. I didn't write this. Rumchata. Served in a slammable shot glass. Oh, you know what I forgot? One is never enough. Horchata. Horchata's good for about two drinks, and then I'm fucking done with it. It's I, cinnamon, rice, and almond mixture with yeah. evaporated milk. Yeah, I... I I, yeah, always right when you. Uh, that's why you never get a big glass of horchata. 
<laughs> add sugar, vanilla, and milk. So what you do is you blend cinnamon, rice, and almond mixture with evaporated milk until a smooth mix is formed and the grains of rice are completely ground. Strain resulting liquid into a pitcher. Add sugar, vanilla, and milk. Mix well. Everything is combined. Add a liter of water and serve. Add, add a large farva and serve. Goddamn burger punks. So, All right. So there's your cream yeah. and demon. Does that sound interesting to you at all? Um, once you said horchata, I was out. <laughs> Okay. I can't blame you. What's the, um, <laughs> it's called, um, oh, it's not an office thing. It's like workaholics where they had a contest saying they were trying to win a prize and they had to dunk somebody in a pool of horchata. Ugh. It's a TV show. Uh, it's amazing. Um, what is the, the three guys, the, that, with the jokesters, the three jokester guys? Are you talking about pra- in Practical Jokers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's four dudes, but yeah. Whatever. I know. It may, it may have been Impractical Jokers. <coughs> I'm going to look it up. So. It was. It was called Workaholics. And essentially the show was is they were trying to win tickets to something. And somebody had to like be down the longest in a in a doughboy pool full of horchata. And so they're, they're like, oh, yeah, we could totally do this. And the guy liked that they dunk it. And he was like, he goes back up. He's like, oh, my God, you guys, this is really horrible. And they just like shove him back down. Get me the fuck out of <laughs> <laughs> So bad. It was. It was. It's probably all the horchata from the town. They just want to get rid of it. Let's <laughs> just fill the fucking pool with it. And it's warm. Yeah. Oh, oh god. And there's mosquitoes. Ugh. <laughs> mosquitoes in your horchata. Fucking flies. Just buzzing around. It's the horchata tank. <laughs> now there's a new plague. <laughs> That's what they call it. The horchata, the horchata tank. tank. Yeah, the horchata plague. It's so Fuck awful. That. <laughs> All right, so are we good? Yeah, I think all we're right, good. We're good. Okay, we're I think good. we're, we're going to fucking mm. go out on the horchata okay, tank. Okay, all right, ready? No. Horchata out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tasty. Mm. <laughs>